That's not nothing to be apologizing for. Two plus two is four. Minus one. That's three. Quick math. Is this my headphones? Yeah. Everyday man's on the block. Smoke trees. It only did that because the sound coming out of the headphones got, got close it. to the I mic. Know. And so... Uh, it screamed because the frequency. That's the only reason why that happened. To be clear. You know, there's not a lot of things that can get me to dust off the podcast mics on my vacation. But um, it's been a little stupid out here lately. So um, I guess we just got to warm it up. Yo! Man's not hot. Never hot. Scrap! Boom! Two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three. Quick maths. Everyday man's on the block. Smoke trees. See your girl in the park. That girl was a uckers. When the thing went quack, quack, quack. You man were ducking. Hold tight, ask me, my brother. He's got a pumpy, big tin. Hold tight, my man, my guy. He's got a frisbee. I trap, trap, trap on the phone. Moving that pork flicks. Rice Krispies. Hold tight, my girl with me. On the road, doing ten toes. Like my toes. Like my toes. You man thought I froze. I see a pen girl on a pose. Chilling. If she ain't on it, I post. Look at your nose. Check your nose, man. You donut. Nose long like garden hose. I tell a man's not hot. I tell a man's not hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. Hop out the four door with the four four. It was one, two, three, and four. Us, man. Chilling in the car, we door. Your dad is 44. And he's still calling man for a draw. Look at him. Let him know. When I see him, I'm gonna spin his jaw. Finish. Take man's tricks by force. Take it. Send man shot by force. Send it. We go get there. I've got the sauce. We go get there. I just need. We go get there. Just sauce. Saucy. Raw sauce. Ah. Here we go. Yo. Here we go. Boom. Here we go. The tingles. Wind the year down. It's been a crazy fucking year. Yeah. Rest in peace, take off. Yeah. Take off passed away on my birthday. That was the very first thing I saw on my birthday. I looked at my phone thinking somebody was texting me, happy birthday, congratulations, old nigga. And it was, yo, takeoff's dead. Yo, takeoff's dead.
just warming it up. It's been a minute, man. We just warming it up. Yeah. And I got bad anxiety People call me rude cause I ain't letting them try me Saying I'm a hoe cause I'm in love with my body Issues but nobody I can talk to about it They keep saying I should get help But I don't even know what I need They keep saying speak your truth And at the same time say they don't believe Man, excuse me while I get into my feelings for a second. Usually I keep it in, but today I gotta tell it. Not that anybody gives a fuck anyway, but everybody talking shit probably sucks anyway. Y'all don't even know how I feel. I don't even know how I deal. Today I really hate everybody. And that's just me being real. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, bad bitches have bad days too. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, bounce back, high bad bitch always do. All I really wanna hear is it'll be okay. Bounce back, cause a bad bitch can have bad days. All I really wanna hear is it'll be okay. Bounce back, cause a bad bitch. If I could write a letter to heaven, I would tell my mama that I should have been listening. And I would tell her sorry that I really been wildin'. And ask her to forgive me cause I really been trying. And I would ask, please show me who been real. And get them from around me if they all been fake. It's crazy how I said the same prayer to the Lord. And I always get surprised about who he take. Man, I'm really You know when I first heard that song, I was like, damn. This kind of some real ass shit. She kind of really going through it. Shouts to May. We're going to talk about that, too. Cheese. His name is Cheese. They say they don't fuck with me, but I say they can't fuck with me. Just like the girl, I'm everywhere. How you say it so hot? You would think I went to school for chiropractic. Looking good as hell today. Just sent my nigga five attachments. Why'd you? I've been on both sides of five attachments. Been on both sides of getting five attachments. That's almost one of the lines of the year. If one of the other lines of the year didn't happen later on in this song. From me about a nigga, man, you bitch back. Oh, they come at me by nigga too. I don't even find a track. I don't know that nigga. I just seen them on the town before. I can't be up in her face. I took her nigga down before. When I lose a nigga, I just pop out and go find some more. Soon as I feel like my time get wasted, then it's time to go. They say they don't fuck with me, but I say they can't fuck with me. Just like the girl, I'm everywhere. How you say it's so with me? Them bitches should've stayed down. They could've been up to me, but all they doing is talking down. Cause they can't get up with me. My ex fucking on my old friend, both they had some fucking clowns Thinking that she got one up on me, she got my hammer down He thought he won't gon' have to stand on shit like he was handicapped Made that nigga stand on it, now his ass can't stand me now High as fuck, I'm lit, yup, I don't smoke no sweet shots Slime with my gang and them, looking them like sisters These bitches be letting they go, I said about these niggas I, I don't wanna hang with them, they don't have no I'm not supposed to just play music so I'm not just playing music. I'm commenting on the music. But this verse right here might be verse in the motherfucking year. They be going for anything, but I can't go for none of it. Why would I go chase you if I know you gon' come running back? Cut their body off, they leave been feeling like the lumberjack. They really get me fucked up, and now I'm going for none of it. She the type the nigga make a man, she going too soon. Me, I'm kinda ratchet still, so I'm the type to be on. I can't love you, baby, like your bitch do, so don't leave her. He gon' choose her every time, cause it's cheaper to keep her. Can't say your name up in my songs, might not fuck with you tomorrow. Can't get my feelings hurt today, I won't give a fuck. 
fuck tomorrow. Ain't fucked up by no credit score. I might be rich as fuck tomorrow. Every day the sun won't shine, but that's why I love tomorrow. Riding with my twin and all, and we all look good as fuck. She said she my eye, but I don't know her how to look her up. I know that I'm rich, but I can help it, bitch. I'm hood as fuck. I've been on these bitches next so long, sometimes I fucking stuck. I can put you in my bed. You might wish me dead tomorrow. Bitches be on dick today, sing every word of up tomorrow. Bitch, I still got cases open. Keep your mouth shut tomorrow. Play with me today, then get some sleep. You know it's up tomorrow. Fake bitch, that's why my friend fucked on your nigga. Both you bitches pussy. I think y'all should scissor. You see that kind of friend? That's the worst kind of friend. Okay, listen. First of all, you wasn't fucking nobody in this situation. Mm-hmm. But now you throwing that all in the mix and you all the way out here with it. So now you getting her all worked up because she just so happened to have. And now you you a mess. Cardi messy as fuck. You could tell she was fighting in the strip clubs. She brought a chain up but the same one even bigger. She doing shots. That's how I know I got a trigger. I don't speak dog hoof. I don't care what no bitch say. I say on her mind I got condos in that bitch head. She said she don't fuck with me. Who say that you can't hold? That nigga munching. He gon' eat me like a mango. Long ass. All right. Radio show, you know what, I mean? what you know about head? Where's private jet stick in the gold yard? Diamonds on the necklace. Did I hit a wood? Took a shot, but you duck. A town fitted up. Down the ball, bigger nuts. Stick with the clutch. B12, lift it up. Sponsor bought a bigger butt. Kiss my dick just for luck. I'm the man, the fans can't boo. Got a can of middle street. We ain't got no sand You don't fit now. Why you ain't had those now? It's not respectful to be talking over two chains. Shout out to two chains. I'm the reason they sold the elbows on the put. That's why I call my restaurant Esco. Place like I'm supposed. Hermes orange in the rose. Wrist in the bow. All the wrist that was pros. Dropped four and brought back some extra O's. Paper got a pill that was vegetables. Southside every day. Come on, don't hesitate. Don't even procrastinate. We got some history to make. Even sold all the shake. I was bored like an eight. Yeah. Same old two-step, 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 same old two-step,
it might be one of my top three favorite rap groups of all time. Mm-hmm. It's like Wu Tang, Migos, and whoever else I'm not thinking of. But Migos have to be like top three. I love these niggas, man. I seen when they was performing Handsome and Wealthy, Fight Night. Fight night, nigga. You know, they sound like some damn kids on fight. I'm gonna knock that nigga out like fight night. Hit him with the left. Hit him with the right. They said in the early days, Takeoff was responsible for a lot of them hooks and shit in the early days, too, man. So rest in peace to Takeoff, man. It's crazy how dangerous it became to be a rapper these last couple years and shit. Like, think of how many rappers we watched die on the internet. Yeah, somebody just died off of, um, what's that? Somebody like Prescription. Label. Yeah, it was like a, um, yeah, I don't wanna say somebody. Yeah, it was a. He was an up and coming rapper. Yeah, is the way I want to put it. I don't want to say it the wrong way, but he was an up and coming rapper, and he died from a prescription drug overdose. So while there wasn't violence involved, it was still tragic, nonetheless. It's really, really unfortunate. Dang, I'm trying to find. Anyway, let's just keep going. But um, we watch a lot of um, we watch a lot of rappers die on video, mm. and it's really, really, really unfortunate. And that's one of the things that's been kind of like crazy about the new days in the internet. Like it used to just be like, yo, can you believe we saw the picture of Tupac's autopsy? Mm-hmm. And now like just this year alone, we probably seen three rappers dead or dying on camera just this year. That's crazy. Like niggas, yeah, your you know, last moments on camera, PNB rock, take off whoever else I'm missing. And, mm-hmm. and God bless whoever I'm missing. Rest in peace to them too. But just shit like that. Like it's just such a common thing now. Like, and take off that shit. I mean, it was it was shocking to me, like almost on the level of how shocking it was when I heard about Kobe. Mm. And that's fucked up because now all you can do is compare how shocking people's deaths are and shit now. But like, that's how fucking shocking it was to me. I could not believe because like I secretly have been hoping that they got back together. Me too. I couldn't wait because I love Offset too. Offset yeah. was my favorite Migo. That was my nigga. You know what I mean? So I had secretly been hoping they get they had got back together and shit. So like I was like, when they dropped the album, I was like, damn, them niggas got chemistry. Yeah. Like him and Quavo. Oh my god, now you could tell they uncle and nephew boy. Them niggas sound like they didn't miss a beat. And it was like, I didn't even want to say it, but like, they need Offset. Damn. <laughs> I ain't want to say it, man. They need offset. They didn't. I ain't want to say it, but it was like, damn, they need offset, yo. It was like, they still sounded good together. Their album still sounded mad good together. Their album had, they had mad chemistry on their album together. And I was like, damn, this offset and Quavo album, or this takeoff and Quavo album is fire. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, when offset, because offset album was supposed to drop the day of takeoff funeral. That was the day he was yeah, supposed to drop. Yeah, he yeah. had all this drama that he was supposed to be addressing on the album, the breakup and all this shit. And Cardi was like, oh, check out the album, you know, if you want to know. And and so he obviously pushed it back. There ain't no, it's TBD I now. Even, I don't even think this, that album is even going to come out at this point. It definitely probably ain't going to sound the way it sounded before. Mm-mm. But I was thinking that he come out, do a solo thing. They come back together, do the reunion, Culture 4. You know what I'm saying? Has Quavo... Ever had his solo album? All of them have. Yeah, they yeah, all they have. Yeah, yeah. Now, they solo albums didn't shock the world. You know what I mean? Didn't rock the world or anything, but they had to get them shits off. But them, yeah. them group albums is where, where it happened at. I love the fact that they always like was cool with each other when they wanted to do a solo album because that's how most groups break up. 
Right, like, and they and they really are all related. I was a little confused, but Offset really they cousin. Yeah. They so cousin. like that's uncle, nephew, and cousin. So that's really family. So I really do think, and I really do hope that it was really like a business thing behind the scenes. Like it was really some business shit. I hope it wasn't nothing between them, even though. I'm being messy by bringing up Sweetie and I'm bringing messy. I just think it might even been, I don't even think it was Sweetie or nothing like that. I think it really might have been some family shit. It might have just been some on some family shit. I would just say, even though I just brought up Sweetie, I, my official stance is going to be it was some business shit and I really like how they kept it all behind the scenes. There has been nothing. They, they ain't talked about it. Ain't been no drama. Even Takeoff and Quavo went on a whole press run and didn't say nothing bad or negative about Offset. Like, hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But this new music fire, we wanted to see what we could do together. Ain't got nothing to do with that. It's just what we wanted to see if we could rock. And I like how they handled that shit. Like, I really was loving how they was just like, look, obviously y'all know what's something going on. But we not about to get up here and be talking about this shit. But this shit right here, when they was getting ready to drop they, the Culture 3, then we came in the door and they took in the floor, call it repo. My dog, you gon' bite, no Chico get hit with the dick on my Rocket Man. I don't give a fuck what I had to talk about for 2023. Had to start the show off with that. That shit hurt. Yeah. Them niggas was close. Yeah. They was Quavo, family. They like. Quavo was standing right there. They grew up together. They started rapping together. All that shit. I like. Hey. It's the saddest thing because Quavo was. Check there. on Quavo. I hope Quavo doing okay. Offset. Everybody. I hope y'all doing all right. Because Offset don't look happy at all. He was celebrating his birthday. I ain't seen that nigga smile and nothing. He been performing and shit. He had to go back to performing. I ain't seen him. He got to be going through it to be to, for that to happen when they had <sighs> rest in peace. Take off, man. I hope the Migos is alright. I don't even know if Offset and Qua- like them two. You know what I mean? Like they needed take off with the glue. Yeah, he was the glue. But you know, Offset doing his thing though. You know what I'm saying? He's in my pocket saying, "Show way to live with other." He's trying to bounce back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Woo. First, this song Woo. is so weird to me. Woo. Let's go. Panoramic bitch, I can see right through it. Smoking on cookies, gas, manure. Damn. 250 rats on the lure. Damn. No, we gon' run with a pack like a wolf. Throw life on me like I'm Tupac Shakur. 35k for the seats on the floor. Yes, I'm the wave, but don't got a shore. Staring at me, but I don't want no whore. Almost had crashed the Rory. Jump off the top. But hopefully he bounced back. Man. He bounced back. 
Now I can go a couple of different ways with this. So I think I'm going to use one subject to transition into the main subject. All right. Drake had a hell of a year, huh? Sure did. Now, I just, I wanted to bring up Drake because whatever else y'all think, that album, honestly, never mind, that was like my favorite album this year. That was my shit. I know. <laughs> I don't understand that people didn't understand what he was trying to do with that. And I'm usually not the one nigga that's alone where I'm like, oh, that Drake album was fire. Everybody hated this shit. Everybody was like, what the fuck was he doing? Like, I don't understand it. And I was like, I heard this shit at like one o'clock in the morning. I was up dancing to this shit, cleaning the room up and shit. In case you haven't heard it. Hey. It was just a vibe. It was Yo. a vibe. You know what I mean? Like, and it just so happens that he dropped two albums hey. while I was in Miami. Hey. Oh. You did it right. Yeah, you like you like house music. Finding myself, showing myself, finding a way to stay out of the way, holding me back, supposed to come right back, finding myself all the models play. I know about it. I know deep down you feel the same. I know you know how I know you know I Look, y'all don't need to hear me sing this shit, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is y'all didn't y'all don't be in the right places for this music. You know what I mean? Like Like what's the right place? What do you mean? Like you just be like driving to work and shit. Like you got it gotta be hot outside. It gotta be real hot. Like hotter than where you from. And you got to be on some, like... So you got to be in Miami. You got to be on some fly shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) You got to be on some fly shit. I promise you, when they was calling this shit elevator music, I was like, y'all ain't been on them elevators. You ain't been on them elevators. Where that motherfucking floor list is like this motherfucking long. You got to find 37. And then you be like, one, two, three. And you get to 12 and it skip 13. And you're like, oh, shit, hold on. Then there's the pool level. And it's like, wait a minute, why I go from 21 to 29? And you be like, oh, shit. Those the elevators this music was for. Not the ones, not not y'all's. Aww. Not yours. I'm just. Saying. I'm just saying all. The only that's how I knew <laughs> that's how I knew I was in the minority because the only way I could like describe why the album was good was to like stun on niggas. <laughs> like, y'all ain't get enough money to understand this album. Like, <laughs> you ain't got enough pairs of shoes to get this out. I think it was. Look- a, I, I like that house music aspect of it. And some of these pockets he found, Don't think twice. these are really experienced house music pockets. Like, this ain't a nigga that just heard a couple of beats and trying to rap over Because you can mess up a house he song, studied this a shit. club song real fast. These sounds and this, so these rhythms and these BPMs. You gotta edit, you gotta have the right sound. Like, you gotta have the beat. Transition well. Transition has to be well for the dance. It's all about the dance. We can My favorite dance so on the That's what this you right want, babe. I don't want to come on too strong, but I'm moving to your rhythm. On track two, when I heard, I got out the bed. I was listening in the bed. I was like, falling back, falling. You did not know the words already. No, I mean, the first song, he repeat that shit for like the oh. last three minutes. So by the end of the song, he's like, falling back on me. And then that came on. I was like, 
the room, man. I gotta clean this shit up. I gotta vacuum and pick up or something. You couldn't listen to this shit in the bed. But that's just me. You know, both my son's mama from New Jersey. So I mean maybe I just stop it. It is what it is. But I thought the album was really dope. People slept on it. They shitted on it. And then everywhere I went, I heard niggas playing the music. I heard the songs every fucking where all summer long the way I was supposed to. I was like, and y'all late. Because it came out when I was at uh, Rolling Loud. And I was like, yo, this shit's probably tearing the streets up. Mm. I came back and it was like, what that bullshit Drake dropped? This nigga dropped a whole bunch of house techno music and shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, I mean, like, it's Drake. You know, he just be dibbling, dabbling and stuff. Like, for the first time, I found myself defending Drake. Like, I, I found myself defending and explaining Drake. Like, no, nah, you know how Drake just be, like, borrowing nigga styles and then, like, doing his thing with it and then jumping back in the rap? Like, that's what he do. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure that since he did that, that now he's definitely going to probably drop some, like, hard-ass rap album now because mm-hmm. that's what the fuck he do. And that's what the fuck he did. Right behind that album, he came with a heater. It had some flaws, but... <sighs> I remember, because I was in Miami again. Oh, shit. I took my son down there for both of our birthdays. Um, he had gotten into some trouble in school, so we had to push it back from his birthday. So his birthday ended up going with me to Miami on my birthday. Happy mm. birthday. Happy birthday. So my birthday trip was with my son. Fun mm. times, fun times, fun times. I think he can hear us. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so the album's drops. And uh, I'm like, oh, snap. It got pushed back because of what happened with Takeoff. So they pushed it back a little bit, I believe, like a week or some shit. No, you know what? They pushed something else back. I'm not sure. But um, I thought that album was dope. Like, it was, it, was, it was everything we wanted from Drake. It was a fucking rap album. It had 21 Savage on it. You know what I mean? So, like, we was like, oh, shit. This nigga's really finally giving us the hip-hop-ass album that we wanted. And then we get to track nine. You know what? Before we get to track nine, let's get to track one. About zip we hit the club, pay for about ten niggas. Now to there get was in, really nothing wrong with how the album bitch. started. Yeah. But I think Drake knows what he's gonna make himself a meme. Like he know, I think he goes by, I think he do shit like this on purpose. Like this shit right here. Twenty-one. Can you do something for me? Can you hit a little rich flex for me? And 21, can you do something for me? Drop some bars to my pussy ex for me. And 21, can you do something for me? Nah, I feel like he knew what he was doing when he did nah, that. Nah, the internet is just stupid, okay? They just <laughs> stupid. That's all. Now, before I get to the bullshit on this album, I got to point out one moment. <sighs> I'm a fan of Drake's. Mm-hmm. I'm a critic of Drake. Mm-hmm. But I realize that critics are like throwing a pebble in the ocean. So to me, the shit that he do is obvious. The shit that you criticize is obvious. He's a little flagrant with some of the things he does. He's a little he's a little zesty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's a, a little, little sassy. little petty. A little zesty. You know what I mean? Um, but we got to remember that Drake, he's not even an American. You know what I mean? Like Drake ain't black. Like, he's black, but he doesn't identify as a black person. What do he identify? No, he identifies as a fucking Canadian. Like, he's a Canadian, Jewish, careful, and half black. Like, he, yeah, he, he, he realizes that. But, like, he has black American dad story. 
like black American dad that wasn't around. Right. Like, okay, yeah, I spent a couple summers in Memphis and I went down to America a couple times because, you know, you know, mom's probably finally got that shit off every now and then on the summer. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in Toronto, Canada. So he doesn't necessarily identify with the black experience, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the nigga. Remember what that nigga used to look like? Yeah. You remember what Drake used to look like? Yeah. <laughs> remember when Mr. Burns was an alien on The Simpsons? <laughs> and he was like, ah. <laughs> Anyway, back to the album. He had a couple moments on this album where he left Earth. Yeah. And this was one of them. I'm in the Masoni room at the B7. This is heavy cargo. This beat switch. Yeah. Anybody that grew up in the 90s hip hop fans, when this shit. Hey. Sweetest jail cell smelling like some carby must. Your birthday, your boyfriend got a party bus. Bottle signs, club lines, should've come with us. We left that shit in 09 when we was coming up. I mean, you should. To be clear, if I get anybody a goddamn party bus, you better appreciate that shit. Like, I got you a bus to ride around with your friends and get drunk in? Like, this shit couldn't have been cheap. Just because Drake said that shit. No, like, no. This party bus is a serious. My suggestions, of course, I'm riding here fresh off the bus, and I'm trying to look in her eyes, maybe express my remorse. If she want to rebound with me, I'm down to go get her some boards. I'm here for the moral support. Whipping the vest ball for six tequilas. Big Benjamins like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Drake, you got it. Robert Kraft sent the Jeff for us. That shit was patriotic. You That's his old, That's his old uh, sample. This old Nas and AZ song called More Money, More Murder from like 1995. So anytime you feel like, oh, Drake is a Canadian and, you know, blah, 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 he'll do some shit like sample a classic ass Nas and AZ song. Just a spallisher, but you ain't got no stallion. I'm in the bigger cheddar, G's and better, all my betters, all my sweaters, plus these crabs can never dead us. More money, more murder, more homicide. So yeah, that was the part of the album, you know, that was, you gave him a lot of credit for it. 21 Savage is only on like 15 minutes of the whole album. It's really a Drake album featuring 21 Savage. Mm. And I said all that shit about him not being American to just to point out a couple things. Cody, turn me up. New stick, you want to dirty up. Touchdown at NY, tear the mercy up. Hey, Bo, take a shades with the great sense. Introduce me to a nigga, yeah, makes sense. Got to put her on a team, got a great bench. Linking with the ops, bitch, I did that shit for J Prince. What about Kanye? Bitch, I did it for the Maltese. Feel like 17, two purse, frog eyes. And I never been the one. That's that Maltese shit. But he had that line on that song where he said, this bitch lied about getting shots, but she's still the stallion. She don't even get the joke, but she's still wildin'. And so I'm listening to the album Rockin' With It, but that was like number nine. I was like, oh, no. No, Drake. No. You can't be the biggest artist in the world and then just flippantly say something like that that brings, that questions the credibility of an African-American black woman. And there's a whole army of niggas out there that have been questioning her credibility. So when Drake said that, now, to be fair, I, honest to God, thought I would, I didn't think that he was saying that he didn't believe Meg Thee Stallion. I didn't really feel that way. I really was like, that was a rap bar. It was a rap bar. And as a rapper, we gonna get these bars off. Like, we gonna... Take away the Meg Thee Stallion line. It's a hard bar. Take away what happened to us. It's a hard bar. 
She's liable about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. Because girls be getting ass shots and yeah, then saying yeah. they didn't. All this all natural. She don't even get the joke, but she's still. Like, it's a bar. And I can see a nigga being like, ah, they going to be mad. But nigga, that's a bar, though. Like, nah, I don't take that shit out. Da, 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 da. And that brings me back to my point about this nigga not even really being American. There's battle rappers. There's punchline rappers. There's mumble rappers. There's gangster rappers. None of no no rappers took that shot in two years. Right. Nobody did that metaphor in two years. But the Canadian rapper did it. And then when you think about it, Drake has never done anything. Not one time in his career has he done anything to make you think he identifies with the black experience. I might be off with this shit, but it doesn't matter to me. He ain't never stood up for Black Lives Matter. He ain't never said anything. Yeah. About being nothing. Because you know what? We've never forced him to. We've never been like, well, Drake, take a stand about this. And you know why we never forced him to do it? Because he's a Canadian. <laughs> We've never looked at Drake like, yo, you gotta speak up. Yo, you you grew up like us. You from these hoods. You know how to we ain't never make him speak up. He ain't never had to say a word about police brutality. Nothing. Never had to say a ting. Like niggas going through recessions, da 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 da. The most Drake's ever done that I can I can think of to Reflect the black experience, however I'm supposed to put that, was the guy's playing video where he was giving away money and shit to people on the streets and shit. Just walking around giving out money to black folk. That was it. But he, I'm sure he's philanthropic. I'm sure he donates tons of money. I'm sure. I'm positive. Mm -hmm. I know that for a fact. But when have you ever seen this nigga come out and be on one side or the other on something controversial as it relates to black people? He ain't never came out and said, nah, this shit is wrong. This shit always shouldn't do this shit. Da, 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 da. I, I stand with my brothers. Even LeBron comes out and be like, yo, that's some bullshit. Da, 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 da. But Drake doesn't have to. We've never forced him to, and he don't have to. So he doesn't. He don't never question his brand, none of that shit. He hates Kanye West, but he ain't never said a word about anything Kanye's doing. Right. Right or wrong. He is Jewish. And he ain't never even had to make a statement where he was like, oh, people that ain't got shit to do with Kanye had to come out and make a statement that they was against anti-Semitism and that we don't support this. Foot Locker had to say that they against it. They don't even sell Yeezys. <laughs> they don't even sell a shoe. Had to come out and say, we don't care. We don't support anything. Like, nigga, y'all just trying to ride the hype train. Right. As soon as Kanye make another shoe, they're going to be exclusively in Foot Locker. Don't get it fucked up. And we'll talk about that later. But I say all that to say that that's why, some, that's why Drake could say that line about Meg Thee Stallion. We ain't never made him take a side we ain't never made him we ain't never held him accountable for none of the black shit he's always just talked about being mixed his dad's black you know da 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 da, da. i grew up in canada da, 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 all that shit my mom's jewish bar mitzvahs all that different shit we've heard all about that experience but he don't talk about none of that black shit so that's why for him he can throw a flipping shot at a black woman that's going that's really fucking going through it in america mm-hmm. he deals with plenty of women but i don't think he empathizes with women in the way I mean, it's clear he doesn't empathize with women the way a black man should empathize with a black woman. And that's why I think a lot of rappers have held back from even saying anything, let alone doing a rap line about it. Because, like, yo, you going to have to turn right around and explain to your mama what the fuck you was talking about. Right. Not Drake's mom. Drake's mom white. And Jewish. And Jewish. Blonde. Blue-eyed. Like, there's no idea what the fuck the big deal is. That Tory Lanez is a nice kid. Oh, it's so unfortunate he's going through that. Did he shoot that girl? Everybody can question what a black woman experienced except for black men. They can all go, well, 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 she dresses so promiscuously. And was she really having sex with all those fellas? What does that have to do with her being shot? Nothing. So Drake 
that was the most unfortunate part of the whole album. It was yeah. a dope album. It was an exciting album. It was an interesting album. But it just reminds you that he ain't. He doesn't consider himself one of us. Whether one of us is American, whether one of us is black, or even a minority. Right. He's his own special kind of victim. He's a black, half black, half white Jewish kid from Canada. He's never felt accepted. He's always felt like the outcast. And now he is the coolest nigga on earth. And I think it makes him weird, to be honest with you. The fact that he was never cool or accepted, mm-hmm. and now he is the statement of coolness. I think mm-hmm. I think that's what makes him so strange. Like, nigga, you were trying to pretend to be cool growing up, and now you are cool, and you don't know what to do with that shit. Like, you having babies with fucking Instagram. Like, you do you don't know Jake what to do weird. with it. Jake is weird. Think about all the women, and this is, this is podcast shit. This is why they say niggas shouldn't even have mics. But think about all the women Drake's probably been with, and who he had a baby with. I know, like Serena really. Think the ones you know. Just yeah. the people off the top of your head you know. And think of who he had a baby with. And think of how he, you know. How it came out. Listen to his music. Do you think Drake would rather be single or in love with somebody that loved him back? Do I think what? You think Drake would rather be single or in love with somebody who loves him back? <laughs> somebody that loves him back? Don't you think he want to be loved back real, real be, back? Yeah. He wants to be loved and accepted real back. Right. Somehow, some way, because we don't see it that way. When Drake was growing up, he was the weird little half black light skinned kid. Mm-hmm. And so in Canada, other people were cooler to him. The the white, the, the standard white kid was cool to him. The real black kid was cooler to him. The Indian kid, everybody was cooler to him. He was just a little awkward kid. Mm-hmm. He got a job, got favorite, he got popular, but he was awkward even in rap when he first came in. And so now he's the guy and he don't know what to do besides be mysterious. Wasn't at this point because he had that baby that he was trying to hide from every damn body. Think about it. Think about it. Think about a black rapper hiding his kid. <laughs> you think what they already think about black men, right? A black, and now, a black and, rapper and now hide this nigga's out here running around, and still be cool, fucking with everybody, doing his thing, and he got a kid he hiding. Tristan Thompson can't even hide the baby he keep having with Chloe. Like these niggas can't get away from the babies that Nick Cannon cannot hide a baby he's having. Nope, no nope. black man can do it. Nope. This nigga had him on an island somewhere off the coast of South America, just <laughs> growing up, nigga, like just raising this nigga like a Pokemon, trying to get him to evolve and shit. Cutest little kid in the world, though. He you is know what I mean? That he nigga, is really oh my cute. god. He's cute. And that's what people don't understand about having kids, yo. Do you know, like? I cannot. I would love to sit courtside with Ryan or Fuss one day at a basketball game and just be sitting there with my son. Back, you know what I mean? Whatever. I'd be like, damn, look at these. Like, he didn't realize that. He didn't know what that would be like. He was still so ashamed of. He don't understand that that kid makes all that whatever mistake brought that kid there. It make it all go, go away, away when the yeah. kid get there. Right. And so he was trying to avoid having to confront that mistake by hiding and all that different shit and push a T, forced him. <laughs> To step up as a father. Yo, what year <laughs> was that? Be a dad. It was, I don't know, that baby about being second grade or some shit now, though. But right. it was like 2018, I think. 2018, 2018. Story Adidon. Yeah. This nigga told the story of your son before the world knew it. He introduced the world to your kid in a diss record, nigga. Pusha T is the greatest <laughs> fucking rapper of all time. Yo, right I love that nigga, yo. Oh my God. He's the most pettiest. How the mighty have. Falling. What he did to that boy. Like the whole world was like in it, shock. You know what? And this is my show, so I'm going to talk like this. So forgive me. But it reminds me of me back in the day. <clears throat> because like when I came out of the... I grew up at Twinkie now. When I got to Ocean Lakes, everyone thought I was a bully. But I just didn't realize everybody was a punk. So I didn't realize niggas would talk about you. And then when you stepped to them about it, they were like scared. It's like, oh, yo, chill, chill. It's supposed to just be... I'm like, yeah, I slapped the shit out you for real. In like real life. 
And like you couldn't even get no cool points because these niggas were such punks that it was like you was really bullying these niggas. That's how I was with Pusha T and Drake. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, you really shouldn't have fucked with me. Like you really think this shit is a game and I will really slap the shit out of your ass. And mm-hmm. he did. He did. And then, so the nigga be mad. Like sometimes you don't beat a nigga up all the way. You beat him up enough to know that fight is over, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what he did to Drake. So Drake knows that Pusha T let him live. But at the same time, he's still mad. Like, ooh, if we fought again, nigga. Ooh, I'm going to fight you again, nigga. Oh, you ain't going to be able to do that shit you did the first time. But this right. time, nigga, ooh. That's right. how the nigga really feel, though. Like, But it's hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had to do a deconstruction of Drake real quick. Because um, you got that's where this shit comes from. Like, he really is a little punk-ass nigga at heart. Yeah. You know, respectfully. Like I mean, I, I don't think he try to hide away. I don't think he try I mean, to hide away. I, I, I know he is. I know he a tough guy now. I know he a tough guy now. I see him playing basketball. His fucking three point shot is crazy. Like he's training with the best nigga. Got multi million. Like I understand it. I understand he probably got a mean. Yang, 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 yang. You know what I mean? I, I, I get it. I know you are tough now, but you was a fucking snowflake your whole career until you was getting slapped around by Diddy and a couple other people, and then you came back talking about energies and enemies and all this different shit, and you wouldn't got tough. You went and got tough. We remember you went from fucking nothing was the same <laughs> to if you're reading this, it's too late <laughs> because now I'm a tough guy. So I, I get it. But I said all that to say that's where this Mega Stallion shit come from. Like in his mind, to me, the way he grew up is the same way a lot of us grew up where when we grew up, misogyny was the way you were cool as a guy. Like having a bunch of girlfriends and not giving these hoes nothing and da 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 da. That Calling was cool. Them hoes to your friends. And he still be running around with people that don't want to give these hoes nothing. They're still, and I I understand it. You know what I mean? I understand that you go be in your second childhood till you decide you don't want to be no more. Especially with that kind of money. Like I get it. Right. But it was an unfortunate shot, and you knew the collateral damage or the residual damage or the peripheral damage it was gonna cause the Meg. And fuck you for that. Straight like that because I didn't like that shit because it made everybody go oh oh Drake oh he don't even believe that shit well Drake's from Canada Canada and a Canadian did this shit to Meg they used to beef they used to not be cool him and Tory Lanez used to have beef but eventually it patched up but apparently patching up the beef man I still never gonna do a song with you ever so don't ever think that's ever gonna happen nigga but you know because Tory Lanez is basically a four foot eleven hair plug karaoke singer. From Canada. Right. You know, a talentless Napoleon complex having little piece of shit. Period. And so I understand that Drake would never want to align his brand with that. And it's a good thing he did. Even though he was caught hanging out with Tori uh, at some point after the Chargers fight, they was like playing basketball or some shit once, which was also unfortunate. But these pussy-ass niggas run together. You know what I mean? That's the only way you can get props for being pussy-ass niggas and doing pussy-ass nigga shit is by to run with niggas that think this shit's impressive. Like, think about Tory Lanez. Think about a real nigga that is flirting with Kylie Jenner, messing with Meg, also messing with Kelsey, also a celebrity, so you probably had all kind of other shit going on. Can get whatever you want, so say what you want about me, but I could probably do what I want, uh, all that different shit. And this is how you end up. In a Los Angeles County jail on Christmas. This is the first time that I've ever seen justice really get served like this because like he really thought that he was just going to slut shame his way to a not guilty from the very beginning of this situation. We knew that Kelsey said that Tory did it. The only other person in the car that mattered said that he did it. We knew that he got on the Instagram and said she didn't do it. Right. And we know that a gun was fired and Meg was hit by bullets. 
While her back was turned. While her back was turned, so to speak. And that's the other thing that annoys me. Because I'm not, this is not, I'm not a reporter. This isn't journalism. This is just me talking. Because I have a microphone, so I can just talk. And if you're listening, thank you. But that's why you're listening. Because you wanted to hear what I had to say about this shit. Especially if you made it this far. If somebody shoots you, it don't matter if your back was turned. Like you it don't, don't matter, but I'm just saying her, like she was walking away from no, confrontation. My, and my point is, in that moment, you know who did that shit. Like, you know who did that shit. Like, you know who was just yelling at you. You know. Right. You know. No, no, I'm not saying she don't know. I'm not even saying you saying that. I'm. To, this is to the people that act like she didn't know who oh, did okay. it. The people who all of a sudden decided. I'm saying her back returns in, in a way of, like, she could have got shot in the back. She could have, like, could have punctured her. Yeah, she could have died. died. And the fact that she wished that she would have died to go through all this, that's the saddest shit ever. That is that so sad. That was unfortunate, but. Um, that's really sad. That, but, yeah, so. So the idea that she didn't know who did it, like, because, you know, it's not like it happened and then we don't know what happened. It didn't like she turned around and was like, which one of y'all niggas shot me? <laughs> like, Kelsey was there. The security, everything was happening. Like, people were probably trying to grab the guns and stop. Da, 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 da. Stuff happened. The neighbors saw stuff happen. After it happened, we knew what happened. We were clear on what happened. We didn't, we weren't, there was no Law and Order episode. There was no fucking Nancy Drew mystery about the shit. It wasn't who shot Mr. Burns. We knew who did the shit. Right. But at some point along the way, the strategy became to influence public opinion in the blogs and try to use the threat of because here's the other thing. It was the state of California versus Tory Lanez, not Meg versus Tory Lanez. Mm -hmm. The police were called because gunshots were fired. When the police called, they gathered evidence. They took that evidence and said there's a crime that occurred here. And they charged them based on the evidence they have a crime occurring. This had nothing to do with Meg. Meg was a witness. She was the one they were going to call to say that a crime did occur because she's the victim of this crime. So it wasn't her against them. Or it wasn't him against her. None of that different shit. So the whole idea that Meg had anything to do with the prosecution, that shit was dumb. Like, like she was out to get him. It's a whole ridiculous idea that black women are against black men. And it's a real pussy ass idea, too. And if you listen to this and you think that black women be out to lie on black men to get them locked up, and you're crazy. And it's a pussy ass. You should stop saying that. The pussy drive as soon as you open your mouth about some shit like that. And I'm sorry I had to say that in front of you, but it's a fact. No, it's a fact. I don't, understand. Fact. I don't understand these niggas. Very much a fact. So the strategy at some point was to use the threat of her testifying against him in the state's case. So the idea was that, hey, if you get on the stand, all of your history and all of this, all this backstory is going to be able to be introduced. And they followed through with that threat. The threat the whole time was if you get on the stand, we're going to talk about who you was fucking. And that's what they've used for years and years and years to coerce women in general, not even just black women, women in general. To not talking, we're going to put your sexual history on blast and everyone's going to know what you're doing. It's like everyone's doing everything. So what is the fucking point? Right. And that's why the nigga lost, because he thought he was going to slut shame his way to a not guilty. He thought that the fact that she was having sex with other people as an adult was going to be the reason, the reasonable doubt he needed to say that he didn't shoot her. It's like, hey, she lied about having sex with me. She'll lie about anything. Like, look at you, nigga. You think, she's the, too. You think she's the first one to lie about having sex with you, nigga? I if this whole case too. is about her lying about having sex with you and you think that's the whole your whole defense, you're going to fucking jail. You're going to spend Christmas in jail. And that's what he did. That was his whole defense. That and, oh, Kelsey probably did it. And I don't even want to go into that because I'm 100% sure she was offered money. Even if Tori didn't do it, she got paid to get on that stand and act a damn fool. The problem is they paid her too late because she had already went to a witness deposition and gave the whole story up. So these niggas that run around like, oh, the, the testimony was inconsistent. Nigga, we know what happened. 
There was no inconsistent. The, the, the niggas reading this shit on Twitter that think they can figure out how the trial went. There were 14 people, nine women, five men, and one judge who heard that shit and said that nigga did it. He did it. And y'all are still sitting on the internet debating this shit like it's a law and order cliffhanger. Like we waiting for the season four finale to start up to figure out like who did gonna, this shit. Like it's going like to change. These like niggas it's going to circle back and come back around. It's been these two got, years. These niggas got petitions. It's two years. It's been. It's already been two years. It's done. The witness said that he saw a girl with the gun. But you know what else the witness said? He saw that short nigga firing four or five shots, wildly agitating, beating the hell out of both of them women's asses. So even if somebody saw Kelsey and, holding the gun. And Kelsey was like, uh, Tori choking me or something like that. Beat her, dragged her by her hair, all kind of shit. Yeah. So even if the witness said he saw her holding a gun, the witness also said he saw that nigga shooting the gun. And the charges are, was somebody shooting a gun that caused an assault on somebody else? And he did it. And so people are still litigating the case. Like, I think the problem, I think a big deal now is motherfuckers think, and you know I'm getting worked up now and say motherfuckers, mm-hmm. motherfuckers think that, and this is just like a Trump thing, this is like an internet thing, this is a Twitter thing, this is like a going viral or Facebook thing. People think their opinion is as strong as fact. These niggas really just don't want to believe it. They're like, no, I just really fucking think that he didn't do it and that they didn't, they didn't prosecute this right. And like, they think that's strong enough. That's it. But they don't realize 15 people sat there and listened to all this shit over a week and was like, he did it. <laughs> like, we're not confused at all. We looked at all the evidence. We saw everything. We heard this nigga get up here and say all that goofy shit about the defense lawyer. It's his fault. They played her whole video. Because he was talking about how she got pressured. They said, well, let us play the video. We'll see if she looked pressured. And then when they was deliberating, they said, um, can we watch that video one more time? Because she looked real calm and relaxed in that shit. Right. She talked for 15 minutes straight without even me to ask a question. Hey, y'all, thanks for having me in here. Um, I'd like to start off by saying glory to God. And uh, I'm just glad to be here. Aren't we here? Are we here? It's a beautiful day today, huh? Can I get an amen with that? All right. All so, um, right. We're going to start off with Meg. I met her in the fourth grade. <laughs> um, she was coloring. I was actually painting while she was coloring with the crayons. And then she just talked. She gave it all up. No pressure. You know what I mean? It was like, what happened? And she just went off for like 20 minutes. Then got on the stand to act like the fool. It was like, yeah, that was goofy. We're going to see that video one more time. They was like, what's the difference between on purpose and willfully? He's like, well, it's kind of the same thing. Like, oh, sounds like a guilty to me. You know what I mean? Like, you trying to decide whether he did it on purpose or did it willfully. (laughs) Willfully is on purpose. It was like the same shit. So I could go on for days about how you niggas is punks. You niggas is pussy. You niggas is punks. You niggas is pussy. You niggas is not victims. Um, you niggas actually hate women. Um, it's a deep seated, low self-esteem, uh, insecurity. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know how these niggas look at their mamas, look at their sisters, their daughters, their girlfriends and feel this way and feel like, yo, these bitches, excuse my language. I don't even use this word and yada will attest to that, but this is how these niggas talk. Like these bitches will say anything to get a nigga jammed up. These bitches will do anything to, to, to get a nigga fucked up and uh, it don't really matter. And it's like, they don't. They don't respect their mothers or their sisters or they they not helping. They not the I don't understand it. Like I don't I just don't understand a generation of niggas that think, I think they like look at women as like just trash. Like these niggas don't Like y'all don't go through nothing. There are really people out there that wanna go at black men. Like we're felons, we're suspects, we're deadbeats, we're losers, we're homeless niggas, we're labor, we're all these things, like the police are always trying to kill us. Karen's are always trying to get us locked up. Like they're trying to blame us for everything. But like, the black women always have those men 
like a priority in their life. Black women are always the first ones to stand up for these men, for us, for me as a man. It's always been black women that made me feel like I was more than what these white people wanted me to think or what these jobs or what these organizations or whatever the case was. It's always been black women that stood up for me. And I don't understand how black women can look or black men can look around at all the people that want to see us fail and then point at black women like they're the main ones. When we get shot by the police, it's black women that raise hell. It's our mamas that raise hell. It's our aunts, our girlfriends, our wives that raise hell for us. It ain't white people marching in the street for us. They ain't the ones that stand up for us. So I don't understand these niggas and where they get this shit from. I don't understand these loser-ass niggas that don't have shit to begin with that think black women are trying to take something from them. Most of black women I know are far more successful than most of the niggas I know. They're the ones with their own places and good jobs and degrees and that raise kids by themselves and are responsible with good credit and getting their shit together. These niggas is losers. These niggas got bum ass jobs and think women want to take the little bit of change they do make. Like you can't even afford a hundred fifty dollar date. You crying about that? You think women want to take something from you? You yeah. think they dying to have babies with you, nigga, to get child support from you so you can cry about one hundred and seventy dollars a month for the rest of their life? These niggas do. The women do don't want y'all, and y'all wander around like y'all the victim. And I don't understand it. And somehow Tory Lanez became like the martyr for these loser ass niggas, and I just don't get where it came, where it happened. That he shot that girl. And it's fucked up. If somebody shot any woman I knew, any black woman I know, I'm going to try to kill that nigga in court. I'm going to catch a charge. I'm going to try to hurt this man. Any black woman I know, if I find a nigga got mad and shot, I don't give a fuck what she did. It don't matter who she did, who she... None of that shit. You cannot shoot no black woman I know for any fucking... And the idea that a man pull a gun on a girl for any... I know why you pulled the gun, nigga. Meg the Stallion's a fucking wide receiver and you a motherfucking right. child over her. And right. she the way she probably was sunning this nigga and making this nigga feel crazy. And About his career? Come on now. The idea that he, he was her. somehow that she was somehow jealous of him is ridiculous to me. Ridiculous. She messing with the baby apparently, G Easy, all time. She she just running through and you think you, you were the one that she was worried about losing? You was the one? Are you crazy? You crazy nigga. Look who she ended up with. And she probably said that. This nigga can throw you. Like, the nigga she's with now can pick you up by a leg and throw you. You know what I mean? Like, and you sitting there like, the idea that this shit went any other way besides the most obvious way it went is crazy to me. And these niggas that run around and see themselves somehow in Tory, like, oh, you know, if she if she could do that to him, if she could lie on him, she didn't lie on him. She was trying to chill. She wasn't even trying to, she, until he started talking all that shit, and she went, that's when she finally said something. She didn't want to say nothing. She was trying, the biggest mistake she made was trying to protect this nigga for too long. Right. In the very beginning, oh, she made inconsistent statements. She didn't want the police to kill them niggas that night. She didn't want to say there was a gun in the car. I got shot at. The police already had their guns drawn because they heard gunshots. So she lied at the time to keep this nigga from getting all jammed up at the time. She didn't come out and say what actually fucking happened until people was talking shit. And that's what they used to say she was being inconsistent. If your mama gets shot and they get on stand and start talking about everybody your mama fucking, you're going to want to kill everybody in that courtroom. Right. Period. You're going to want to blow that bitch up. You're going to want to set it on fire. You're going to want to, you're not, I'm not going to be able to sit there while the nigga that shot my mama, my sister, my girl, my baby mama, whoever the fuck you want to name, any black woman I know, I'm not going to be able to sit there while he try to slut shame her on the stand to get away with the shit. Like, yo, she said you did it. That's all I needed to hear. I ain't never known her to be running around talking about niggas shot her. Right. When the, I've never heard a story of, some, of a woman lying about a nigga shooting her. That nigga shot me, yo. Well, she has bullets in her feet. <laughs> there's video, oh, not video, there's witnesses that say they saw it. There's a text message that say, help, Tory shot Meg. <laughs> that shit, open and shut case, Johnson. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> the, 
the defense tactic was to stretch it out, drag it out as long as it could, continue it, da 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 da. All that shit. Make threats, pay off witnesses, pay off blogs, all that different shit to see if they could create reasonable doubt. But 15 people heard that shit and was like, uh, what are we doing here? We not about to be here over Christmas for this shit. Like, this is an open and shut case. I wanted one more free lunch and then we can get this shit over with. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I can go to fuck home. Let me like, eat right quick. Like, uh, yeah, y'all said we having what for lunch? All right, y'all, let's just come back tomorrow. Let's come back tomorrow. I just, I, I don't want to miss the Christmas uh, jury lunch. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to have turkey and shit. It's going to be crazy here. It's uh, like Cole that. and Martin. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to say, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, man, we need, like, two more hours. But, nah, I'm glad he I'm glad he got found guilty. And to the people that are like, oh, black man getting locked up. Hey, listen, any of you niggas shoot any black woman that I know, go to jail forever. And I trust me, I've been to prison. They are not nice to you women beating niggas. They are not nice to you niggas that do that. Every nigga in prison misses his mama, his daughter, his girl, his wife. They all miss them. Mm-hmm. And you come there because you did something to a woman? Hey, I'm just saying it might not go as it might not go the way you think it's gonna go. Like you real tough in these rap songs until a motherfucker is making you go to the store for him and buy a bunch of shit on commissary because if not, he's gonna be beating your ass every motherfucking Tuesday. Right, and your mama and your girl, your daughter. oh, you a rich nigga too? Oh, we've been watching this shit on TV all week, and you here? Oh, hold up, nigga, hold up. It's gonna be some attention. It was a long Christmas weekend for this nigga. It was a long Christmas weekend. You only get two meals over the weekends. Ooh. It ain't even three a day. On the weekend, they bust it down to two. Dang. You get that motherfucking breakfast about eight. You get that dinner about four. That's it? That's it. That's it? That's it. On the weekend, that's oh, it. Oh, no. Monday through Friday, you're going to get that four o'clock in the morning, and then you're going to get that lunch, then you're going to get that four o'clock at night. But on the weekends, you're just getting two. That's the it. The ladies you eat is four o'clock? That's it. It might be three, nigga. Depends on the shift change and all that shit. They gonna get that meal out the way. It ain't no schedule, schedule. It's just like, all right, this shift's gonna do it. They might do it at the beginning of their shift. Or they might do it in the middle of their shift. But at some point during this shift, they gonna get you dinner. Like, don't be bothering about it either. It might be at the end of the shift. It might be six o'clock for you eat. You know what I mean? On the weekend, shit. Oh, there be a lockdown or some shit. Like somebody got into a fight over there. Oh, they be handing out trays at seven o'clock. God damn. Mm. Can't wait to get this motherfucking liver and gravy. But yeah, nah, so like I said, most niggas be like, oh man, you know, a black man went to jail. Hey man, black people go to jail every day, B. <laughs> Y'all ain't out here marching for that. Y'all ain't marching for the injustice. Like, if. I just think people need to leave the case alone. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Some niggas on the message Stop, board, like, they spent the whole Christmas break arguing about that shit like, over the message board. Let it board. go. You got other shit to worry about in your own life. You know, get a better relationship with the woman in your life. See what she going through. Something like I don't know, like, but it's done. Like he's guilty. It's over. Depressed, and all that stuff. Sitting in jail over Christmas. Like I said, it's the rare, the rare case where justice was actually served. Like, listen, um, I'm sorry that you're going to. I'm not sorry you're going to jail. I don't even know how to say it in a way that sounds right. Fuck you. But you went to trial. You did it. You know what I mean? Like niggas that been to jail and, and committed crimes. Like you did it, bro. Like. That's it. It ain't no injustice. Once you finally get found guilty, you did it. Sit down, do your time. Like you fucked up, you made a mistake, and now you're gonna eat this shit. You just happen to shoot a black woman. You can't do that shit in America, in California. Matter of fact, America the only place you can shoot a black woman and say it won't self defense. <laughs> like, right? Like, that's crazy. Like, has she been really beating your ass? You might have got off. Like if you if you'd have done it in self defense for real. Like, but you waited till she was walking away and. 
That's what short niggas do. They try to steal off when you're walking away. When the fight's over and shit, they try to jump on your back and shit. Like, nigga, I, just, I let you live. I let you get up. Now right. you're still trying to fight and shit? Like, she beat his ass and he was like, look, hold on. Hand me my gun. <laughs> <laughs> she beat my ass and she said my music was whack. Hand me my motherfucking gun. I can't win against her. Right. I don't like this shit at all. Anyway, man. Fuck him. Um, sentencing soon. I dusted off the mics just to make sure that everyone knows what side I'm on with this shit. Because there's no ambiguity. I would type up statuses and then delete the whole status. I would type up a tweet and then delete the whole tweet. And I was like, I have a platform for this. There's right. a place where I could just get all this shit off where I ain't even got to come up with a sassy way to say it in 140 characters and shit. Like, So yeah, I think I might name this episode Fuck Tory Lanez. Ain't a bad idea. Pause. Either way. Uh, I wanted to get into some other stuff, but this was a good little warm-up to get back. Uh, I wanted to talk about Kanye and what they did to him this year, but somehow talking about how Kanye might kind of be a victim while saying Tory Lanez ain't a victim at all might confuse some people in my audience. Like, there's certain... I mean, Kanye... There's certain things that happen to black men and black people in general that are specific. We are um, victims in certain rights. Like... What happened to Kanye is the type of victimization that does happen to black men. Like, they try to destroy you. Black people right. in general, they try to destroy you completely. They try to shut you all the way fuck down. That is not the same thing as what happened to Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez did that to... But Kanye did the shit to himself too. But Tory Lanez committed a crime against a black woman. Fuck him for that forever. Right. Kanye exercised his right for free speech. And they scream free speech in this country until you're saying shit they don't like. And then they destroy you for saying it. He didn't take any tangible action to do anything. He, just, he didn't bring no other people in with just, his shit. It was just, just him. He just said a lot of dumb, fucked up shit. And because he said a lot of dumb, fucked up shit, they tried to destroy him. They tore him down the way they, the way he said they would. And so that's a whole different thing than what Tory Lanez did to himself as opposed to what, what happened with Kanye. Kanye made a lot of mistakes too. Yeah, he did. But he made those mistakes with words. With the free speech, and it was just himself. Be. Like right. he was talking about other people. People kept asking him what he thought, and he kept telling them what he thought. And because they kept asking his opinion, his opinion got him destroyed by the same people that he had an opinion about. And they said, "Oh, right. this is how you feel." Then okay, then we're gonna sh- we're gonna show you about spreading these evil rumors about what we'll do to people if they talk about us and these evil rumors. Like, yeah, so that's a whole different thing. But like I said, I didn't really want to conflate the two topics. And I got into music a little bit. I did want to talk about the baby and how he fell off and why. Uh, but I think that's good enough for now. All right. I think I just wanted to dust the mics off. And um, I would love to hear what anyone thought about this. Um, if you disagree, you agree, or you want to be on the show to state your opinion. Um, this is, once again, Rocks Island. I want to thank God for joining me. Uh, I've wanted to pop for a minute, but if I'm being honest... You're the person that I'm most comfortable doing this with. Because I'm the one. I was the engineer. I was behind the scenes, behind the curtains. Well, that's how it started. Like, it started with me ranting and raving about shit to you in my apartment. And I was like, well, at least if I record it, at least she's listening for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, she ain't the only one that got to hear this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but go ahead. But yeah, so no, that being said, that's why it was just easier to, you know... At some point, maybe I'll be cool enough to just sit here and talk to myself. Like, all right, today on Rock Island, we're going to go through a couple of different topics. And, uh, Stop it. You know what I mean? But it's easier when I'm just kind of like ran to you like I usually be ran and shit. That makes yeah. it a little more straightforward. So, right. anywho, this has been Rock Island. I think I'm back.
I think I'm back. I think you definitely should come back. I think it was really good and therapeutic for you. This might have been like a, you know, little soft run. I mean, I got this whole office and shit like I got it. I'm about to have a, the, the, it's about to be, you know, I might get a little camera, turn this shit to a talk show and shit. You know what I mean? What's happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, word on the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta tell us a little bit about yourself. Go ahead. Just tell us anything about yourself. Anything? Yeah, anything. I'm black woman. When did you decide <laughs> to start selling ass for cash? Don't answer that question. Um, I don't know the frequency. I don't know the service, but just check for it. You'll see it. Rock solid. We out.